God knows exactly what He's doing. And He knows exactly what He's doing here. Amen? No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. He knows exactly what He's doing. The power that we sing about, that same power works in us. As the body of Christ, as we have received Jesus as our Lord and Savior, that same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. So if it dwells in us, we can depend on that same Spirit every day, all day long. Whether you're in an air-conditioner building, car, or in a uh, building that don't have air conditioning, that should not affect our relationship with God. That does not affect the Holy Spirit working within us. Amen? As I tell you, ones that work in the air conditioning, listen, they got to go through some stuff themselves. Amen? Amen, Ken? Anyone that... Because they deal with people. They're, de- they're dealing with people. Amen? And it, the enemy is... Well, he is like... Now I said like a roaring lion. And let's do ourselves a favor. And I'm not being disrespectful what's, what's been seen on TV. Let's get the lion out of the way. Let's get the lion out of the way. There is respect, okay? There's so much stuff going on TV or Facebook, Twitter, whatever. But let's think of the lion, the tribe of Ju- the tribe of Judah. Amen. He's the one we need to be focused on. Amen. Like I said, not not disrespecting the uh, the, the issue that. Uh, went on, or the animals, not disrespecting, okay? But here's a problem. Here's a problem. Not only what they show on TV, but also in our house. If we're so focused on an object, if we're so focused on this object, it becomes an idol. It becomes an idol. And if we get ourselves off this... If we see something on TV that got our attention, sometimes we got to get our minds off of this and say, okay, there's a reason why I'm being distracted. There's a reason why I'm being distracted. And whenever the enemy brings in a temptation, he is there to distract us. Now, I'll be honest, I've been as guilty as anybody else with the temptation. That's something we're working on. Amen? But as we looked to the Father... And do as He says. Then we will see the blessing take place. Amen? This morning I want to share with you for a little bit. I'm going to call it part one. Of the blessing of the Lord. We as the body of Christ need to understand. And it's going to be an understanding that we're going to learn until the day Jesus comes back. So it's not a put down. It's not a disgrace. 
It's a fact of we, on a daily basis, as we're studying the Word of God, we are learning the blessing of the Lord. It's more than just a comment. It's more than just a statement. When we get into the understanding of the blessing of the Lord, then our eyes open, our spiritual eyes are open to say, okay, Father, use me wherever you need to use me at. There are people, and nothing against them, that have have a plan. To have a plan for a house, have a car, have children, have great jobs. Amen? But the fact is, there's so many in this day and age, in life, that are depending on education. Nothing against education. Nothing against education. We need education. Amen? But they're depending on, so focused on, even when they get out of school, that they're so focused on that their eyes get off the father and not, their eyes get off of them. Oh, why, why am I going to get a job at? Why am I going to get a job at? But the, God knows what training you have. God knows exactly what training. God knows where he's put you at. You say, well, I'm in hard times. God is about to get you out. God is about to get you out. You say, we mean about. It's up to you. We can hear and praise God for the several sermons on the blessing of God or on the prosperity. Thank God for them. But if we don't learn to get them into action in our own life, you can take what I, the Holy Spirit speaking through me and go home and sit down and just watch TV all night and expect, try to expect God to work and it ain't going to do it. The reason why, nothing against watch TV. The reason why is because if we do not apply, okay, if we do not apply, He can't supply. He can't supply. Why? Because we do not, there's times that we do not focus, get, get, have our focus on Him so much that He cannot use us. If, we, if our focus is off of, if it's on someone that lost their job, or someone that just lost their uh, a mar- in a marriage, if our focus is so on them, He can't move through us. He cannot move through us. Now these are an examples. Just some to throw out. If you know something, just let the Holy Spirit minister to you. One thing we got to be cautious with that we do not allow anything in our life family members, friends, job, anything to become an idol in our life. Because it, our TV shows, we like TV shows. God, that's the time that even God can use to get you at rest. You see something, you, you laugh. We, you know, we see something this morning that's been, that the joy came forth. And really, 
There's times that we'll be watching TV and I'll start laughing. Because there's times that I pick out. If I see something that's kind of, I'll, I'll extend it. Because I want that joy to come forth. Let me tell you something. The joy of the Lord will release you. So I think I was sitting in one of these pews back here one time. And I believe it was with Mr. Beard. And, you know, we can go through some times during the week that we don't really realize it's building up. You can kind of sense, but you just kind of lay it aside and say, no, I ain't going to let that bother me. Then all of a sudden you get something that's making you laugh. Tears start coming forth. Don't stop them to tears. Because when you get the tears of the joy of the Lord, it, it just breaks the, that bondage. It breaks them chains that's been tried to wrap on you. And guess what? It'll free you. Amen. It'll free you. So if you ever get to the place where you feel like you're bound, just start laughing. You say, I don't feel like laughing. Laugh. Because when you, some people say, what are you laughing about? Don't worry about it. You would not understand. Brandon don't understand sometimes. What are you laughing about? <laughs> Let me laugh. Because when you do, even at work, you start to giggle. What are you laughing about? Oh, it, it, something I'm working on. Okay? They don't understand. But let me tell you something. Once you start laughing, it could, it could affect them. Yeah. It start, it, it, you've probably seen it. They start laughing. I don't know who I'm laughing about, but I say, you don't it just feel so good. <laughs> yes, it does. Did you know what? God wants you to laugh. He wants us free. He wants to be happy. Another thing, it, it just makes the devil so mad because he wants to keep you bound. He wants to keep you in chains. But when you laugh, that's the time the Holy Spirit is working in you and you just break out of those chains and say, I'm having a wonderful day. I'm having a blessed day. Amen? And let that joy keep on going. Hallelujah. The blessing of the Lord is given to us because we, He loves us and we are obedient to Him. If you would turn with me, please, to Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. This morning you've seen, and we've seen... In times past, but this time has been different from the last time. The last time has been different from the previous time. We are seeing a move of God, not only in this church, but we're hearing in other churches. And let me tell you something, God's not done with it. As we are yielding to the Holy Spirit to see people set free, lives being changed, people being saved... All for the glory to God. What we have been expecting and what we visioned is being manifested. It's being manifested. People that you're believing God for, their lives to be saved, will be saved in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Family members. Family members, you know they've been taught. Parents, you have every right 
to call for your children's salvation. You say, my children are not in my house. They don't have to be. They can be in Louisiana. They can be in California. They can be in Florida. But you can say in Jesus' name, they will be saved. They will be saved. And to God be all the glory and thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 22. The, bless, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he has no sorrow with it. Rich in the Hebrew is properly to accumulate, chiefly, chiefly specifically to grow, causatively make rich. Let's go back to people trying to do it on their own. If we will allow, we ourselves have to allow God to move. We have to allow God to have His way in our life. If we will allow God to say, Okay, Father, you know what you call me to do. I want, I, I yield to you. Did you notice that word yield? Yield to you. And say, Father, lead me, guide me. I believe what you have placed in my heart, what I see, I'm seeing is from you. God is not against you having riches. What He's against is riches having you. So if you plan on being a millionaire, expect it. But remember one thing, He's got to trust you with it. Because it's too easy. I've been there. You get some money, decent lump some money. Well, I can go do this. I can do that. I can do this. I can. But you think about it. You stop. And say okay. And not gloating. I've had have people come up, a person come up to me and put, put a check in my hand and say, "Walk with God." And I'll tell you what I what I'll do. Even if I'm ministering or something, I take that check and I put it in my pocket. This is, this is the way I, I feel like the Lord has had me do it. And either when I'm in the car or when I'm at home, I'll pull it out. And I'll look at it. That one time, it was just right out the door, I opened it up. And to be honest with you, I was shocked. You say you shouldn't be shocked when the blessing of the Lord comes upon you. When your natural mind is involved sometimes, you're shocked. And it was a fairly decent amount. All the glory goes to Him. But here's the thing. Here's the people, here's where I'm getting to. Okay? To be obedient. To know that this is from God. I sat on it for a little while. Putting savings or whatever until the Holy Spirit. The reason why is I was learning... I was learning to allow the Holy Spirit to say what to do with it. That is called, he, he was teaching me and He's still teaching me. He's teaching me to don't be in a hurry to spend it. Don't be in a hurry to do anything with it. Because there may be a time that God puts $10,000 in your hand. And when you get it, you look at it like, now go give it to them. Go give it to them. Remember, if he does that, if he does that, 
He's got a bigger blessing for you. Amen. He's checking your obedience. He's checking my obedience. That's why you, okay, Holy Spirit, you got to direct me on where to use it. Put it, you know, put it in your pocket or whatever. He said, put it in the bank. Put it in the bank. Then I don't know how long it was, and he told me what to do with it. Okay. But he was teaching me. He teaches us how to use the finances. Someone says, bless you. Well, thank you. Thank you. But let me tell you, it's a fact of, can he trust you? Can he trust me with what he gives you? Will it cause you, will it cause me, will it cause the body of Christ to be distracted where we're like, go online, hey, like that car. Go online, like that bike. Go online, like that TV. No. None of that's bad, okay? But the fact is, is the focus on what he wants us to do with it. Now, if someone says, Spirit of the Lord minister me to give this to you for pay on your bills. Paying your bills. Okay. Thank you. Then you can pray about it, you know. And he says, Well, pay it on your bills. Then you can use it. People do designate. They will say, This is for your business. This is for your car. This is for this family. Okay, thank you. And you can pray over it, bless it. Amen. But as we are blessed of the Lord. We can be a blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing. If God wants you to give someone $10, you've got to have the $10 to get. He will supply that $10. Amen? You say, well, $10 ain't very much. With God, if God tells us to do it, there is no little seed. I don't care if it's a penny. I believe it's Kenneth Culpin. He, when he was young, he used the button off his jacket because he didn't have nothing. And there is a lot of criticism. Let me tell you something. With what him and Sister Gloria went through over the years to get work, uh-uh, that's a man of God. He's a prophet of God. When people, it when you know a minister is a man, a person of God, it, it does get aggravating. Say no, and you have to just turn, you know. But you know. We just be obedient to God. It don't matter if I know that Sister Karen was told to give $100 in the offering. I'm thinking, oh no, $100. I don't have $100. He didn't tell you, me. He told her. Amen? He told her. He will supply the seed to sow. Amen? And if you feel like you are supposed to give a, a certain amount, and this is not on sowing and reaping, don't give me. If, if you feel like a certain amount, okay, Father, I don't... I, in possession right now, I don't have it in my hand. Thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, for supplying it. I stand ready, expectant to receive that, what you have for me, so I can do what you want me to do with it. Amen? Hallelujah. As we do as we are doers of his word, James 1.22 says, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. As we do as God's word says, 
and we are being led by the Holy Spirit, we will see the blessing of the Lord take place in our life. Being a doer of the Word causes us to discipline. We don't like to hear that word discipline. Especially the day of, and Holy Spirit says fast. Let me tell you something, when it comes to fasting, that's when the major discipline's right there in your mind. Oh, Lord. Okay. Okay. Because He will give you the strength. He will give you strength. Amen? Being a doer of the Word causes us to discipline our, ourselves daily. We have to, at times, deprive ourselves of what we want to do and yield to the Holy Spirit and do as He says to do. God is aware. Now, let, now let's listen to this. God is aware of what you want, of what we want to do, and are planning to do. He isn't against us doing things as long as it's according to His word and won't keep us from being from doing what He says to do. He, if it's going to cause Him cause you from doing what He says to do, then He'll He wants to stop it. He encourages us, no, do this. Amen? Us receiving our blessing from God daily will depend on our obedience to Him. We can't expect a blessing from God if we're not obedient to Him. Being obedient obedient to Him brings the blessing of obedience. Once again, being obedient to Him, God the Father, brings the blessing of of obedience. Being obedient to God. Being obedient to God opens us up to receive the blessing. Opens us up to receive the blessing. Anything that we do for God. Anything that we do for God. We have to allow ourselves. Allow ourselves. To do it. And that is discipline the flesh. Discipline ourselves. And say, we will do it. Because we deal with the flesh daily. We deal with the flesh daily. Just hit your finger or something like that and you will know that you're dealing with the flesh. It's, It's upsetting, amen? Hallelujah. We receive the blessing of the Lord when we attend to His Word and hear His voice and obey and do what He says to do. In Proverbs 4, 20-21, Sister Karen uh, went over some of this uh, Wednesday night. But verse 20, it says, My son, attend to my words. Now, let me tell you something. When He says, attend to my words, when God says something to us, we need to listen. Amen. We, if he says, listen, listen, okay, I'm listening. Because there's times I've been there that I felt something and I didn't do it. And I know that I missed the opportunity or I missed out on a blessing. Because you're dealing with the flesh. The flesh, the flesh wins, then you, we set aside what God has for us. Amen. If we allow the flesh to win, if we let, we say, no, I don't want to do that. I don't care if he says, go to Joplin, to the hospital, to this room, and pray for this person. 
Now, here's what you've got to do. You, either, you can either let it be a dilemma. You can either, you know, let it be like, oh boy, I've got this I've got to do. But God knows. So you say, okay, Father, you said that, I'll do it. So you may have another appointment that's not as unimportant. You call and say, I've, I've got to do this. I've been directed. And a lot of times it ain't where you have to uh, change plan. It's where you may be home watching TV. Or on, on Facebook. And he says, go do this. Okay. Yielded. An example for that is, one time we lived in Gimmon. Mowing the yard. Now, fellow, I thought his person said, go read the Word. I'm mowing the yard to get this. Okay. Wanting to get this done. Go read the Word. Okay. This is just an example. I get off going and read the Word. It's the fact is, whatever you're doing, Whatever we're doing. If we will be obedient just to stop what we're doing. And go do what he says to do. Because he's getting ready to tell you something. He's getting ready to tell us something. And what he's getting ready to tell us is probably going to affect in the next 30 minutes or so. Because usually, whenever, a lot of times, whenever God has us do it right then and there, something is about to take place. We don't know. But the Holy Spirit knows. He said, go do this. Okay. It's a discipline. It's hard. There's tough times. Amen. But with God, all things are possible. He strengthens strengthens us, right? Amen. So we, being obedient to Him, and I tell you, when it comes to finances, that's where it makes you sweat. Because you say, well, I ain't really got this. There's been different ministers have said this. If what you've got is not enough to be your harvest, make it your seed. Make it your seed. You say, you know, I know I'm back on finance. I'm not. This is the Holy Spirit. Let it, make it your seed. Because the reason why. We have got to give something for God to work with. If we do not see, sow, if we do not sow, and this goes with the Word of God. If God says, go to Debbie and tell her this. If we do not sow, He is not obligated to bless. He's not obligated to bless. Because what happens is, we take, and we actually back His hand off of by disobedience. Disobedience, you, you, you ain't going, let me tell you something, we are not going to go anywhere with, that, with disobedience to God. Nowhere. Amen? Nowhere. But being obedient to God places us right in the blessing. Just remember, when we wake up in the morning, we're blessed. We're blessed. It don't matter what our banking account says. It don't matter what our refrigerator or our uh, freezer says or looks like. We're blessed. Because faith, faith, now faith, is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I believe another translation is, faith is now. Faith, as Brother, Brother Bill Winston says, faith 
overrides time. Faith overrides time. And as we're obeying to him and, and, and say, I stretch out my faith. We've seen healings take place. We've seen deliverances take place. We've seen family members come back. Come back. We've seen businesses take place. Kim and Randy and Russell and Diane. Well, Kim, I'm going to tell you, Kim, I'm not taking her appraisal her, her report testimony away from her. She's a prime example. And there's others in here. But I'm talking about my own business. That obedience opens us up to receive what looks like it's going to be a lot of money. What is it? Diane thought, oh, man, on the business over there, thought it's going to be at least 5000 a month. With God involved, with God involved, I believe I've been sensing this in my spirit of what the Lord has been is saying. He's going to expand you. Expansion. He's going to expand. What looks impossible? What looks impossible? is not impossible with God. You may lose your job. You may lose your home. Just saying may. Okay? Let me tell you something. God is not in to people losing their jobs and losing their homes or whatever. The thief, which is the devil, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. That's what he's come to do. These people, I'm going to just say, these people got it wrong. That must have been the Lord's will. It ain't the Lord's will. He wants us to prosper, even as our soul prospers. Amen? He wants us to prosper. Keep our eyes on Him. There are desires in all of our hearts. All of our hearts. And it goes beyond business. It may seem impossible that $10,000 may seem impossible, that tuition may seem impossible, that paid off loan may seem impossible. But don't be surprised if God, uh, someone comes up and says, God told me we had this house. It's yours. We've got to get our minds, our vision expanded. I'm not talking about people that, Hollywood people that have a million, billion dollar, whatever dollar house. That's between them and God. Amen. But the desires of our heart, this is not going the way I thought it would. Praise God. That's good. The desires of our heart, He's not against us having the desires of our heart. Matter of fact, He places the desires in you. Don't 
let's don't base our what we have in our belongings, what we have. Let's don't base it upon what our neighbor has. They might have a $200,000 house. Praise God. Let me tell you something. God could have a $5,000, $500,000 house waiting for you, being built for you. And if someone says, why do you need that? Why do you need the car you have? People, people will criticize. Amen? People will criticize. But that's okay. Just give God praise and glory because you know why? The enemy is using people and will use people. Nothing against Steve. Look back at the Garden of Eden. The enemy knew he couldn't get to Adam right up on his face. There was no way. And nothing against women. But he will use a man to get to his brother. He will use a sister to get to her sister. And the fact is, here's, here, here's the thing to, for us all to learn to watch for, is that we are cautious, we see it. The Holy Spirit will tell us something's going to take place. And you know what? And I'm picking on her. If Sister Debbie comes up to me with an attitude, okay? I need to recognize the source behind that. She's born again and filled with the Holy Ghost. Powerful woman. But we can, if we allow ourselves to, be used of the enemy. And if I can see an attitude or see anything, Holy Spirit said, watch it, watch. But she's my sister. She's my sister in uniform. Watch. Watch out. He'll caution. Because what she allows, he has, his hands are, because he will not go against her will. Mm-hmm. The enemy knows that. But what the thing about it is, the enemy can't go against your will either. The enemy can't go against your will either. Amen? So if you see, let me tell you something. If I come up to Ken with an attitude, she can see it. And usually she knows that I do have one. And we all got to correct ourselves. Amen? She has the right to say, I don't want to hear it. What? I don't want to hear it. She has a right. She has a right to. Because we have to shut the door on negativity. Bad attitudes or negativity. And I'll tell you what. I do not like being around people that have negative attitudes. Because that will... Affect you. It will drag you down, cause you to get mad, and cause you to end up in a bad attitude. Instead, you say, no. There, I mean, you may not feel comfortable telling someone, no, you just say, you listen to them and you're just ignoring them. 
by the Spirit. See. Well, what do you think? I don't. I don't. Amen. We got to keep ourselves in the place of the blessing, because God may have you say, "Tell them, I love them." Well, they're not going to receive it if you get mad, if you get angry yourself. Amen? I've had to work on myself. Everybody has to work on herself. But here's what the enemy is trying to do. Here's what the person is trying to do. They're trying to get you mad. They're trying to get you angry. But if you can just smile at them, ain't you going to say nothing? Unless the Holy Spirit says says something. Smile. You know why? The love of God changes things. The love of God will change attitudes. They got a choice. They can either accept it or they just walk off. They say, I I, I, I apologize. Amen? We are at... Let me tell you something. You can tell when a person's not in a good mood. Amen? And sometimes I can tell when I'm not in a good mood. Most time I, you know, I can tell. It's okay. <laughs> and we apologize to the ones that we feel we had a bad attitude. I apologize. I was wrong. I realize that. I've been corrected. I ask forgive me. Amen. But this, the, the, the attitude, the, the way we do things affect. See, this is the this is a seed sown. This is a seed sown. Oh, Kim, how you doing? And being serious about it. Yeah. That makes them smile. Makes her smile. When I go up there and just, Hi, Debbie. How you doing? It makes her smile. That's what God wants. He wants us to be able to make someone else smile. With that joy. With that joy. And the ones this morning that received the breakthrough of joy, allowing that joy to come, keep it going. Let me tell you something. Your life will not be the same. Your life will not be the same. The only way it can be different is you allow it to. It is tough when you're dealing with situations to get so involved that that joy just kind of hides they say, no, no. But here's one thing that Spirit Lord really ministered to me is that if your, if the situation pops up, you can't physically do anything about it. And say, something that you just can't go and. Just lay your hands and fix it. Something. It may be finances. It may be, you know. You yourself cannot fix it right here, right then. Amen? You can't go over and just change the numbers around unless you have it in another account. Amen? That's why we stop and say, okay, I realize I can't fix this. But you can. I rely on you. So it does me no good 
to spend from Saturday to Monday worrying about it. What it does do is it helps me change or correct some of the stuff I was going to do and let the Holy Spirit move. Amen? It's the fact of, you say, you know, people say, well, it's the mother's job to worry. No, it's not. No. What worrying does, it allows the enemy to come in. And let me, let me just say this like this. It's a lie. There is no fear in love. Perfect love casts out all fear. Fear, worry, has torment. If a mother is supposed to worry about their children, then that means that mother is in torment 24 hours a day when she wakes up, wakes up in the morning at 3 o'clock in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning. She's supposed to. No. We, men, women, children, are not supposed to worry. Because what happens is, if we worry, okay, if we worry, we're just telling God we don't trust Him. We don't trust Him. But we know we do. Say, Father, I repent. If I had worry, if I had fear, if I had doubt, I repent. We do not want to cause anything to affect our relationship with God and our blessing. Our blessing is now like the song says. I want my... It's like that TV show, uh, J, uh, whatever it is. I want my money now. I want my blessing now. We can be open every minute of the day that we're awake. See, we're blessed even when we're asleep. We're blessed when we're asleep. But when we're... We are at knowing... When we're at the knowledge that we get up and we see what's going on, we can expect our blessing that day. Amen? Hallelujah. My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from thine, eye, thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. We have to attend to the, His words and hear what He is saying. Now, how do we hear what He's saying? By speaking it out. I have learned something that uh, uh, I don't know if a lot of you know, Bishop uh, Keith Butler. He was, on, he was on a program one time. He said, the Word of God was never meant to be read quietly. It was meant to be read out loud. So a lot of times, I'll read it out loud. Why? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I'm not saying that, you know, that you be at work and you're in, this, you're in the break room or whatever and you're reading that you have to read it out loud. I'm not saying that. But when you're alone, it's good just to, to start reading it out loud because... That's when the Word, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Your faith starts building up and it gets exciting because you know that's for me. That's for you. Amen? 
Hallelujah. Not let them depart from our eyes and, and keep them in the midst of our heart. Joshua, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For thou, then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt make, thou shalt have good success. Like Pastor said, he's not talking about God, he's talking about us. We, we, we cause ourselves to because we are obedient to do what his word says. We're obedient to say it out, speak it out. Amen. We can get it in us. But what are we going to do when we get it in us? We've got to speak it out so we can get it out to others. And when we bless others, we're blessed. Amen. The Amplified says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. You say, how do I do that? When you get a scripture, you read a scripture, you can think on it all during the day. You can th- think of it even at night. You think on it. Thank you, Lord. Sometimes you go back to read it again just to make sure that you're, you're you know, not out of context what it says. Meditate on day and night that you may observe and do according to all that is that that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. See, he has given us the power to do this. The power worketh in us. It's up, it's up to us. Again, it's up to us. For us to receive the blessing. It's up to us to rely on God so we will have success. We will have success by depending on Him. It ain't as our obedience to do it. Let me tell you something. Sometimes financial situations is our fault. Sometimes job situations are our fault. Sometimes... Family situations are our fault. Sometimes church situations is our fault that you're involved, we're involved in. You say, how can that be? What did we allow? Did we curse our brother and sister or did we bless them? Amen? You can go to the store and be blessed. You can go to the mall, you go to Walmart, be blessed. Amen. It's our choice to receive the blessing. It's our choice to activate the Word of God in our life. Amen. If we don't have to activate the Word of God in our life, we can't expect it to be done. How do we activate it? By faith, speaking it out, say, in Jesus' name. By faith, this is manifested. My faith is stretched forth. Amen? Because you might come to a desperate situation, a life and death situation, and you do not want to hear any negative. 
But you want to say, Father, I trust you. He's already supplied the need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He's already supplied that need. What it is, is He's supplying it in the natural. He's manifesting it in the natural. Everything that we ever need is already supplied. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Why do I not want? Because I already have. You say, I don't sit in my hands. I don't. It's already in your spiritual possession. It is what you got. We got to do is say, Father, I just think I receive it in my natural possession, and I will honor you with it. I will honor, honor you with it. Amen. I will bless you with it. It will not be an idol to me. It will not be uh, a curse. To me or curse to anybody else. I will not use it as a curse. I will not use it as a worldly thing. I will not. Amen. But I will be a blessing with it. And sometimes we got to remind ourselves. I'm supposed to be a blessing with this. Get right. Get straight. Amen. Hallelujah. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. In closing, with part one, when we, when we receive the word, we have to guard it. We have to keep, correction, we have to guard it because the thief, Satan, some Satan comes when we receive the word. When you leave, when you leave today, the two services, you know, and the teachings, there's going to be an opportunity for the enemy to come in and try to steal the word. When we receive the word, we have to guard it because the thief, Satan, comes quickly to steal the word that that has been sown. We have to keep guard and not let him steal it. The enemy will use what, whatever he can to try to steal the Word of God from us. Mark four fifteen and Amplified. If you would, please. What does that have Amplified? The ones along the path are those who have the word sown in their hearts. But when they hear, Satan comes at once and, and by force takes away the message which is sown into them. He will use what he know he can against you. He might use, again, a brother or sister to come up and have a bad attitude or start chewing you out. They don't realize it, that they're who they're being. And it's up to us to keep that word that was sown and allow the Holy Spirit to say, well, let's see if we can figure this out. 
Instead of just saying, oh, you no good. You know. He will know. He knows exactly what to use. How come? How come the temptation or what things he brings against us are exactly the same? He cannot use anything that you're not familiar with. He can't. As we keep ourselves open to receive, as we are sensitive to the Holy Spirit, we will receive what God tells us. We will receive what He tells us so we can do it. We can do as He says to do, and we will see the blessing of the Lord come to pass for His glory. You receive the Word. You can be studying. Leave your house. You guard that. You got. You got to guard that word. Is you so? Because the sound is, you can sow that word into you. When you speak it out loud, you sow that into you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. He's trying to stop the faith. Because if he can stop the faith, then he can stop you. He can stop you relying on God. What does Hebrews eleven six says? But without faith. It's impossible to please Him, God. That He who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Our faith is an attack every day. Because that's the key to get God to move in our life. Our faith and our obedience to Him. Amen? So let's guard our hearts. Let's guard our faith. He again. He comes to steal the word, so our faith is not built up. Amen. That word, that's the seed. The word of God is the seed. And if he can keep it from manifest, if he can keep it from manifesting within, he's going to. But here's the thing. We can't allow it. He cannot do anything that we do not allow. Amen?